0: I'm, I'm, I'm out of words. I am glad to be in the house of God. If you are glad, say amen. We are happy to be here and I'm privileged and honored to be um, allowed by the district pastor and his executives to be used of God to speak uh, to you this morning. Amen. Amen. As we know, this whole month has been set up as a month where we talk about knowing God, knowing God, hallelujah, and uh, my topic is coined from this theme, Uh, the main text is from Philippians, uh, I think it's chapter number 3, verse 10, can you project that for me? All right. Okay, he says, I want to know Christ. Yes. To know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Amen. Amen. Um, some other versions say, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That was Paul making that statement. Um, after all that we know, he knows. After all his experience with, with, with the people of God and Christ and all that, he came out and said, that I may know. In other words, there is more to know about God than he thought he did. How much less you and I. <laughs> Hallelujah. We haven't seen Christ face to face. Hallelujah. We believe in what the scripture says. And that is why our faith is elevated. But for somebody who has seen him face to face to say that I want to know him more, Amen. hey, then you and I are kind of <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. 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 But there is one thing about God that I want us to know today, and as part of knowing him, and that our God is good. Tell me about God is good. God hallelujah. Is good. I don't know what you know about this God, I don't know your experience so far with God. Or people who love God, but I'm here. The Lord wants me to talk to you about one aspect of His character, and that is that He is good. Hallelujah! Ah, hallelujah. That our God, He is a good God. Hallelujah! Tell me, but God is good. God is good. Hallelujah! And we say God is good all the time. It is of a fact, God is good. Hallelujah! Now there is something that I want us to disprove in scriptures about this good God, before we even talk about how good he is, and that there is no evil in God. And I'm going to challenge some of you from your background in theology or wherever you knew scriptures, that from today, I am challenging you not to ever say those words anymore. Because in my depth, in my heart, in the, in the depth of my heart, I thank God Christ when we say those things about him. And that is why today I want you to uh, follow me carefully, As we expose these things. As we read something about Job. Job chapter number 1. Verse 1 to 22. Yes, anybody can help us. Job 1. Anybody that's going to help us read? Or you want me to just do all the work? Job 1, 1 through 22. Just start reading. Okay. There was a man in the land
1: of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Mm-hmm. Also, his possessions were seven... 1,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household, so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East.
0: And his sons would go and feast
1: in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was, when the days of feasting had run their course, that Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, mm-hmm. and Satan also came among them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, How have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord, And he will surely curse you.
0: You don't take it but it's in the scriptures. Yes, I'm going to prove to you that there is no evil from God. That's the key we are trying to see first before we know that he is good. Because some of us have a mindset that, oh, but as for God, if you do something and he wants to strike you, he will strike you like this, or he will do this. Not, that is not the God I serve, at least. Maybe it's your God. But if we serve the same God, and I'm here to tell you that there is no evil none, like that, no iota of evil in our God. He could quote this scripture, and even Job himself got confused. Job himself got confused. Now let's take the verse uh, twelve again, and then we will go to verse twenty-two. Verse twelve says that, and the Lord said to Satan, "Behold, all that he has is in your power; only do not lay hand on his person." Did you see that? So uh, let little back on to the story. Hopefully, you were paying attention to the reading. Uh, this is a righteous man that God loves, that God has blessed so much so that God could boast about him. You know, like God calling your name and telling the devil, have you, have you seen my daughter, Rose? Have you seen my son, uh, Kwame? He is a man. He is the man. You see that worship? And then the devil says, it is all because of the nice car he has. He went to college and he, after college, right after school, he got a job. Right after the job, a married came. Right after the married came, we got a house. This is why. But if truly he loves you, let's take everything from him. And now you will see that he will cast you, God, to your face. So God knowing Job couldn't do that. said, oh, I don't care. You can take everything from him. But I can assure you that this man truly loves me. He will survive this. Hallelujah. But then after that, the Lord said, you go ahead. God is said, say, I am going to take it from him. That's why I want you to be very careful at. Verse 12 again. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. God is the one that gave it all to him. But God did not take it from him. Are you there with me? Yes. Hello? Yes. That is what I'm saying. Job himself got confused. Because Job knew that God blessed him. So when he lost all the blessings, now when we go to the last verse, in verse number 22, Job said, On no, verse number 21. So and he said, Naked I came from my mother's room, and naked I shall return there. Actually, nobody returns back to your mother's room. So if I tell you Job was confused, you should understand me. Is that not what the Bible is saying? Job says that naked I came, even though I've lost everything. I'm a believer. I trust the Lord, but I lost everything. After all, naked I came, naked I return to my mother's room. No, it's not true. Nobody returns to your mother's room. If anything, you return to the dust, right? So that's what I'm proving to you. Job, most of the statements, some at least, of the statement Job made, were statements that um, were made out of agony. In fact, TB, uh, TB Jobs said that he was uh, schizophrenic. I'm going to say he was bipolar. Because today he is objectionable and fake, and then he says something positive about me. Whatever happens, I was stand. The other day he, he starts and says, I cursed the day that I was born. Is this the same man that trusted God so much? He was confused. And that happens when you go through agony. So some of the statements that we have adopted as believers, and we are saying it, oh, the Lord gave it and the Lord take it. The Lord doesn't take, the Lord gives. Tell anybody, the Lord gives. But he, he doesn't take. Hallelujah. God doesn't need to give you a son and take your son away. And then you stand and say, the Lord gave it and the Lord take it. And then that means, no, God is a good God. There is no amount of evil in our God. Are you there with me? That is why... I'm saying that he was confused. He said, naked I came, naked I shall return. And then, uh, let's continue. And the Lord gave and he was taken away. Blessed is the name of the Lord. And uh, you know, uh, he did not sin against God, which is good. Now, if you go to the second chapter of Job, similar things happened. This is after his uh, kids were dead. Uh, Let's read in Job chapter number two, verse number, uh, let's cut it to verse. Number uh, 9 to 10. Job chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. Then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity?
1: Curse God and die. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women's speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God?
0: Again, shall we accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? And I'm telling you, God, they didn't break the adversity. God told the devil that you can do whatever you want to this man. Don't touch his life. So the person who brought the adversity, was it God? Hello? Are you here with me? Yes. I'm here to prove to you that there is no error of evil from our God. God may allow certain things to happen as well. But let's go to another scripture in James, I think. Actually, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 10. Verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except that, except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are even tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is not the source of your adversity. If you are going through something serious, it is not from God. Our God that we serve is a good God. There is no evil from him. If anything, it is from the devil. Hallelujah. Now, granted, you can say that, he can resist. Yes, he can resist it from coming. That one, he has the power to say no, devil. Like when uh, 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 the Satan wanted to tempt you, God could have said no. Even though I'm boasting about him, I don't want you to tempt him. God would have resisted. But the fact that God allowed it to go doesn't mean the evil came from God. Hello? Are you here with me? The fact that God allowed it doesn't mean he himself is evil. He is not an evil God. He doesn't have evil in him. He is the source of all good, the Bible says. He is the author of good. If there was no good left anywhere, it would be God left. Just God. Hallelujah. He is good. That's how we talk about God being loved. The other attribute of God is that he is good. He is good. Hallelujah. I don't know how to explain the word good. The dictionary says that that which is morally right, righteous. The Bible dictionary says that a kind person, profitable, an excellent person, fitting or appropriate, morally right. Hallelujah! God is good. There is nothing like. Are you sure this is from God? If it is from God, it must be good. Tell everybody. If it is from God, it must be good. good. Hallelujah! There is no iota of evil. No atom of evil. No element of evil in our God. Our God is good. He is a good God. Hallelujah. Let's read in James chapter number 1. Verse 1 down. James. Yes. 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 James, a bond
1: servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings, my brethren. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience.
0: Amen. So the reason why somebody will say, "But why does God allow the devil to tempt us? Why does God?" You say it's not from God, right? But, but why does he allow it mm-hmm. that sometimes we go through certain things? This is the reason. Mm-hmm. Okay? Read it over that portion of scripture. My brethren,
1: mm-hmm. count it all joy when you fall into various various trials, mm-hmm. knowing that the testing of your faith produces
0: patience. Good. So God wants you to be in, in, a, in a certain space or arena of your life where you can have patience. Mm-hmm. That is why sometimes he allows. Now, just imagine, let's use our brother Job. Just imagine Job going through what he did. After that, if anything comes, will Job even be doubtful that, that God can help him? Oh my goodness. Somebody who loses all his money in one day, all his kids in one day, if he had gone through it and he was upstanding again, what will move him? That's what the Bible said. What can separate us from the love of God? He can still say that, ah, no matter what, I'm going to be well because of what I've already gone through. Hallelujah. So he was working for his good. Amen. Amen. Keep on going. But let patience have its perfect work. Number 13 down
1: to 17. 13. Let no
0: one
1: say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. Hallelujah. For God cannot be tempted by
0: evil. Pause right there. Now, do you see what I was telling you about Job? For God cannot be tempted of evil. In other words, God doesn't bring evil to you. To sh- to see anything, God doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. God doesn't do that. God is not a source of evil. Okay, go on. For God cannot be tempted by evil,
1: nor does He Himself
0: tempt evil. this is the second aspect of when we get adversity. The first one is when God allows the enemy to come so that we will be strong when we do it, when we go through. The second one when evil comes is when we ourselves are tempted by the things that are around us, things we see, the the, the flashy things of the world, the peer pressure around us, people forcing you to do what you know is wrong. When we are tempted by that, we are also bringing the evil by ourselves. So beloved, not all the evil that came in your life is from the devil, tell your neighbor. Not every evil that comes in your life is from the devil. Oh come on, push them and say neighbor. Not all the bad things that you experience is from the devil. Hallelujah. We can blame you for everything, but sometimes we gotta blame ourselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, and the law says that you shall not have sex before you marry, and you decide to have sex before you marry, and you get pregnant and it leads to abortion. And did God do that? Did the devil do that? We did it. Now you do well. Hallelujah. So we can be tempted by the devil, we can be tempted by our own souls, but it never comes from God. Hallelujah. For our God is the good God. Hallelujah. Amen. The good thing is, even when we go through certain things and we realize it and come back, because of his goodness, he takes us back. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he washes us as snow. He cleanses us with a blood and we are restored as if nothing ever happened. Hallelujah. You may have the memory, but God doesn't. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are tempted or goes through we go through evil from the devil or from our own mistakes, but our God does not tempt us. He does not bring evil to us. It's not a source of evil. Period. I made my point. Hallelujah. God is not a source of the troubles and trials you're going through. He and the source. Period. If you're going through something, don't say that, oh, God wants me to do this. God is bringing this disease. God doesn't bring disease. Hallelujah. God doesn't bring disease. You may be eating bad. Hallelujah. Tempted by yourself. If all you eat is dinner, is McDonald's with cheese and salt in the evening, you are going to grow a belly. Hallelujah. Soon you, your blood pressure will go up. And the devil do with it. The devil doesn't know about you eating McDonald's. He didn't tempt you with McDonald's. You know ice, you saw McDonald's, you saw the fries, You saw the soda. And you say, ah, this is good. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't say that this disease is the blood pressure that I have. This one is God. Eh? Amen from God. Is your own temptation, your lack of exercise? You don't see your doctor once a year, you don't even see a doctor. The Lord is not the source of your problems. Hello, are you here with me? I hope you're not angry. Okay, so knowing God, our God is a good God. I don't want you to ever attribute a problem in your life to God because He cries sometimes. Oh, well, my people think uh, I'm the devil. They think I'm bringing I'm bringing this problem to them. And people are bold enough to say the Lord gave it and the Lord take. It. The Lord doesn't take. He gives. He doesn't take. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He doesn't need to take it back if he gave you something. He doesn't need it. We take it back and give it to somebody or what? No. He doesn't need it. Hallelujah. Amen. God is a good God. So know that God will serve him. And remember that he is the source of all goodness in your life. The Bible says that in fact, because he is good, he has put his will in us so that we too, we yearn to do good. I, I, I don't remember the exact scripture. It says that he is, is He that wills in us to do of his good pleasure. Because he is good and we have his spirit, we too, we are doing good. Hallelujah. So God is not an, an evil God. Our God is a good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this is what David saw. David wrote a lot of scriptures about God's goodness. This is what the the, Bible says. Let's read in Psalm number 34 and 8. Psalm 34 and 8. I think we should all read it together. Can you project it? Psalm 34, verse number 8. Oh, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Hallelujah. Amen. Now David was a man of God's own heart, as we all know. I love that God. Hallelujah. Amen. Sorry, David. I love that good more than you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was a man of God's own heart. And his experience with God makes him say that, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, if I want to prove something to you, that something is sweet, I don't need to tell you about how sweet this is. The best way to let you know is to have you try it yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes,
1: Hallelujah.
0: That's what David said, that taste and see. If you taste it and you see it, I don't need to say it with you yourself, you will go out there and minister about it. Hallelujah. Yes. He said, taste and see that the Lord is good. He is good. He is a good God. Hallelujah. He is a good God. Now, he had experiences. Let's see some of his experiences that made him come to this conclusion. Now, he was a man that had sufficiency and provision of God on his life. Hallelujah. David was a man that, actually, let's read in Psalm number 37, verse 25. Yes. say I was young. I have been young. I like this uh, new Kim James. Say so, I have been young and now I am old. Yes, everybody say yes. yes. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Now he seed begging for bread. Now, when this man says test and seed, he knows what he's talking about. He said he was a child, he has grown, now he is old, and he has never seen God, the good God forsaking his children. Or, his, or, or the people of him begging for bread. So when he says, taste and see, he, he is standing on a rock and telling you, taste and see that the Lord is good. I have been younger. And now I'm old and I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Now he is begging for bread. That is his experience from this God that he wants you to taste. Hallelujah. The other part of David's experience with God that made him say that as he, is, he was one of the most wicked people ever known. I don't know, you think that you sin so bad. Sometimes you still sneak and sin, even though you're a believer. You think that you don't matter. Let me tell you about this, David. This is a man that stood on his balcony when men were, were fighting wars, and he peeped on top of his hill, high, high, you know had a building and looked out and saw a woman uh, bathing. This man looked, and uh, you know how when you look, at it, it does something to you, hallelujah. You men, you know what I'm talking about, hallelujah. Amen. So he went ahead, not just last, but called on the woman, slept with the woman, and ensured that the woman's husband also get killed. The first one last, second one fornication, third one, kill the husband. How many more sins can we talk about? I don't know about you. Uh, How many of you have done all these things in your life? I haven't killed anybody yet. (laughs) I don't know if you have killed somebody. I haven't yet. Amen.
1: Hallelujah.
0: This is a man that actually tried God. And yet. The Lord had mercy upon him. And so when he says, taste and see that the Lord is good, he knows what he's talking about. How he really are. I don't know what makes you feel inferior in the presence of God. I'm here to tell you that you test of the God of our God's goodness and see that he is really good.
1: Know that your God is good. Know that
0: your God is a good God. He's a merciful Father. In spite of all these things that this man did. God was bold enough to say that David is a man of my own heart. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Am I a humanizer? A husband killer? Yeah. And you say he's a man of your own heart? No wonder this man said, taste and see yeah. that the Lord is good. I don't know what you have done. I don't know what you will do. Because as long as we are on this end, we're going to sin. We're going to make mistakes. But remember that we have a good God. Oh, you hear me? Yeah. We have a good God. Amen. No, your God is good. Yes. No, your God is good. Yes. Don't let anybody judge you by him or his or her little standard and say that you don't belong to the church because you did that. You don't. You young people, you talk so much and this and this. You don't belong to the church. You pay out the busy people. Hey, my God is good. Yes. My God is good. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. He is a good God. Yes. Hallelujah. It's not telling me to go and do evil. But if by chance, by my own temptation, by my own desires, like we talked about, I fall short. I ain't going to kill myself. I ain't going to say that I'm done. I ain't going to say anything. For David himself came back after all those things. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, we serve a good God. And if you know your God is good, the rest of the year, challenging. I said, God, if there's going to be any goodness anywhere from my life, it's got to come from you, because you are a good God. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Test and see that our God is good. Now, this same David went through life fighting battles, battles upon battles, to the extent that the Bible says that his hands were bloody when he when he got ready to, to build a temple for God. God told him that I don't think I'm going to make you build it because you are your hands are of blood. You have fought and fought and fought until you, there's like guilt on your blood on you. So I'm not going to make you build it. I'm going to make your sons more take care of the building. And yet, God was with him. Now, the point I'm making is that during all those battles, it's not God that kept him safe. Isn't that the same God that protected him? Hallelujah. Amen. So the good God will make you make sure that you are safe in this land. Amen. In the middle of the pandemic, Amen. when people are struggling to make ends meet, this same good God will keep you safe. Hallelujah. Amen. He will keep you safe. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. Amen. He's going to keep you safe. Amen. 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 Because he is a good God. Hallelujah.
1: Amen. God could have
0: made me use one of the battles and David would have been dead. But in spite of all that he tried, every battle he won, every battle, he won all the battles. To the point that his hands were bloody. God was with him. Your battles will be won. Hallelujah. Because you serve a good God. If only you will trust him. Hallelujah. If only you will trust him, then you will win every battle. You will be safe in the land of the living. Oh, when we meet again, 2021. December 31st. You will be here. I will be here. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. No matter what happens next with the virus. Now, I thought that we were done after the vaccine came. Yesterday, I had my second shot. Now, you had a second shot too. I told you, oh, once you get a shot, you are done. Now, they are saying that the no, one from South Africa is different and the shot doesn't really work. like, <laughs> hello? Oh, I was waiting. Hey, as for this one, I'm going on. I'm done. i got, I got the two shot. Oh, now they say the shot doesn't even matter. You know, when, when those ones from South Africa comes, it's not even strong. You, you get it anyway if you get a chance. Hallelujah. But God is good. But God is good. Hallelujah. Whether you get the shot now or not, he is going to keep you safe. Hallelujah. Because we serve a good God. We serve a good God. The one who kept David safe. For all those years of battle, Corona is a battle, it's gonna be won. Hallelujah! It's gonna be won. Hey, 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 hallelujah! It's gonna be won, and God is the one who's gonna win on our behalf. The vaccines and all those vitamin C is just a human way of trying. You do it when it comes, but ultimate win comes from our God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Test and see. That our God is good. Do you know your God is good? Knowing your God. Do you know that your God is good? Do you know that your God is good? Hallelujah. Yes. If you read in Psalm 100 and verse 5. So, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Now, if you read in other verses, it says, for the Lord is good and his mercies endures forever. For the Lord is good and his message endures forever. Hallelujah! Amen. Now, because our God is so good, not only is he, his goodness is not limited to you and I. His goodness is unlimited. In fact, he has been good to us and he has been good to the unbelievers. Hallelujah! It's that is why when we were not believers, he was good to you. The Bible says that for God so loved us, the world, in John three sixteen, 16, that the no world... We were in the world. God we had no good thing about us, he, he sent his son down to come and die for us. That's how good he is. Hallelujah.
1: Amen.
0: So let's watch how we treat the unbelievers. We got to know that God loves them. He loves us all good, all the same. But if you become a Christian, then you stand in a different arena of his love. Because now you have actually become a son or a daughter of God. Hallelujah. But his goodness is vast. It's unlimited. That's why he's able to die. If you read in Romans, it says the same thing. For even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. If it wasn't for the fact that he was good, how would anybody think and do that? When we have done to God, first he made Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve, they rebel. And he tried to reconcile them through the sacrifice of animals here and there. Still, sin was taking his people. But something about his goodness towards you and I doesn't make him give up. Hallelujah. That's why he sent Christ to come. So if you are here or you are watching from home, you wherever you are, you have not accepted this God as your savior. This is the time for you to make amends. Hallelujah. For God is good. He is good to you. And he is here to serve you if you only will allow him to come into your life. He is a good God. Not only to those who are here now, but to those who are also lost in the world. He's waiting. For the day that you will be saved. So his there they endure forever. Now, when uh, Solomon dedicated the temple, I love that scripture so much. The Bible says that they gathered the people, the priests, and the, and, the, and the people who work in the sanctuary, the temple, they brought them all together. They brought them all together. And they began to worship God. And they, at that time, there was a song that came out. From the spirit, say for the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For the Lord, the key is for the Lord is good. If it hasn't been for the Lord's goodness, let Israel say, Hey my brother, say you and I'm in there yet, and I will have fun. If it's not the God that is so good, can stand here now and say that as for me, I made it myself. You stand here, anybody here. As for me, it's because he's good. I don't know about you, but as for me, it's because he's good. Yes. Oh, my, 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 my. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So they, they, they stood. The Bible says that, sister, I've been getting ready to do this in worship again. We want to tell God that he is good, and we appreciate that. The Bible says that they began to sing. They began to worship. The peace began to to elevate God. And all of a sudden, the good God said, if you acknowledge that I'm good, I'm going to come in your mess. I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the peace, the temple was filled with the cloud and the presence of God that the, the priest couldn't stand on your feet to blow the trumpet anymore. They were to go, They were just falling flat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the people acknowledge the goodness of God. Of oh, their God. Hallelujah. Oh, our God is good. Come on, sister. Come. Let's sing it. Hallelujah. For, there's a song, but I don't think you know how to sing. It was by one canon. is For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And his mercies endure. Oh, for the Lord is good. And his mercies endure forever. Oh, for the Lord is good. When I say for the Lord, then you respond. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good.